there are movies that you can see, and then there are movies that you gotta see. Pop the popcorn and grab your favorite snack, and join Jim, a former Hollywood visual effects artist, and Michael, just a dude who likes movies, as they sit back and talk about a movie that you gotta see, as well as look at the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. Welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. All right, welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. This is a podcast for two guys who love to talk about movies as well as the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. I'm Michael. and I'm Jim. There's Jim. And uh, if you like that sort of thing, if you like talking about movies, watching movies, and anything about movies, please uh, like and subscribe so that you can keep up with all the films we're going to talk about this year. Because I like talking about movies. I like talking about movies too. All right. Well, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a question for you. All right. And uh, might be an unfair question, <laughs> but uh, what's your favorite movie that you saw for all of 2023? Like your the new movie you saw. The new movies that came out in 2023. All right. Or you give me your worst too. I don't know. I was really excited about Oppenheimer. Yeah. Because there's all like this Oppen hype around the it. Oppen hype, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really like it that. Oh. I mean, it was okay. It was good. Yeah. It was good, but it wasn't. I didn't live up to the hype. Interesting. Wait, did you like it? I, mean, I how, did like it. Like a lot like it or like. Um, I, yeah. I mean. I mean, it was It good. wasn't my favorite of the year. And I'll, I'll get to what my favorite in a second. But. um. No, I that Christopher Nolan man, he he makes a good movie, and um, if you could take a movie with a bunch of about a bunch of scientists talking about scienty things, but yet make it feel like the movie was intense all the way through, that's a good job, and I I felt like that movie was intense, even though it like had wasn't about any action or war or villains yeah it was but it was an intense movie i'm not saying it was a bad movie no it was a really good movie maybe it just didn't resonate with me so much yeah i was thinking i don't know i was excited going in excited going in big bowl of popcorn got my comfy chair yeah i sit down and watch a really good movie something i've never seen before and it was just like the i was just like yeah yeah you know what movie i really liked though and really enjoyed i don't want to say (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to say. I'm going to say it. Okay. I like the Barbie movie. I I, I also like the Barbie movie. That was movie. a lot of fun. And it's a movie that you got to see. I feel like everyone should yeah, see that movie. Yeah. I, you know, it yeah. just, it was just, it, they nailed it. They hit, they hit the nail on the head as far as the characters mm-hmm. and the culture and, and uh, it was great. Yeah. It was funny. So um, do you have a movie that you didn't like? That I didn't like? Yeah. Yeah. Oppenheimer. <laughs> okay. I so, mean, I mean, it's not like I, like I hated yeah. it. It just it didn't meet my expectations. Yeah. For what I was expecting, I, I guess. Yeah. My Well, I'll, I'll go with my least favorite movie that I saw okay. this year. Yeah. And you probably never heard of it. And it was hardly ever in the theaters. But um, it was this. <laughs> so I'm really into like movies that, uh, you know, there's like a creature or an animal and they're like having to survive. So like like Jaws, you know, Jaws is one of my favorite movies. Right. Um, but so there's this movie that came out this year called Black Demon. 
Black, Black Demon. Black Demon. Okay. Which was about um, a, Black a giant Demon. shark oh. that lived, that was like hunting uh, oil rig people. And like the, the locals said like, oh yeah, there's the Black Demon is here. And it was a giant shark. Well, that sounds pretty good. Yo, you would think, right? Well, or it's stupid, but still fun. You would right. think. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. Um, I mean, it had its moments where it was okay, but I don't know. It, it got into this weird, you know, it's a giant shark. But then it got real supernatural at times. Uh, yeah. It, that's where it kind of lost me, I, I guess. But um, it could have been better. So that was my least favorite. But my favorite movie was Godzilla minus one. I could see that. I mean, not only was it a Godzilla movie that no matter what, that could have been, well, I wouldn't say could have been the worst, but, but I would have liked it. Um, no matter what. Um, but it was such a good, good movie. Like the story was good. The effects were good. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think this movie was made on $10 million and the effects were crazy good. Wow. Um, or I think it was a 10 million effects budget, something along those lines. I, I could be wrong, but, um, yeah, I mean, just the story they had with this movie and with Godzilla and I, I have grown up loving, um, that big lizard love all his movies, even the goofy ones, the dumb ones. Um, but I've never once ever found myself rooting against him and actually wanting the humans to like, I cared about the human story in this Godzilla movie is what I'm saying. And that's never, Oh, you're, you're saying this movie, you were kind of rooting for the people. In I Japan. was, really? yeah, oh. I was like, and it was like the first time since I was a kid. Cause I, I used to like have these visions like where I was a kid where I just imagined like, man, if Godzilla attacked LA, where would I go? Would I want to go see him? You know, see, uh, weird stuff like that. But the idea of a giant monster coming to LA, it never terrified me. Me, It was more of like, oh, I want to see it. This movie, I felt like, really put the terror of like, what would it be like if this giant lizard attacked your city? And you'd be like, wow, this is that, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But as a kid, I never thought that. Um, just thought it'd be cool. And I figured I can get away from them fast. I don't know why I figured that. But hmm. yeah, by far... Favorite movie of the year. Um, can't wait till I own it on physical media. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. Because that sounds really Yeah. And awesome. I'm not a big fan of watching. <laughs> no, I like foreign movies. Don't get me wrong. But I do like the English dubbed versions. Do you think they're going to do I, an English dubbed version when they do the release? Or they, no? they they probably will when it comes on disc. Yeah. But I went to the theaters and I did the um the subtitles. I'm just not a fan of reading at the movies. Okay, I'm not. Um, but I was able to read this and it was good. And I almost wonder if that dub versions might take away from the seriousness of the movie, which is you know probably what they were going for. Hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. But. Uh, Godzilla. If you have a chance to go see that in the theaters, you should go do it. Godzilla, minus one. Minus one. I don't even know what minus one means, but I like it. Well, I can tell you. Don't tell me. Okay. I want to figure it out on my own. Well, they'll never tell you. I'll just tell you what it, the idea is. It's because it's after, it's right after World War II. 
and like that's considered zero because Japan was rebuilding from zero. Oh. And then all of a sudden this guy comes and you, they just put Japan back at minus one oh, at okay. rebuilding. So all that's right. that was the idea. It's like Godzilla minus one. I could have figured that out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. All right. Yeah. But I too also like Barbie. That is definitely my top five movies of the year. Ooh, so. top five. Yeah. But uh, well, that's cool. That's cool. Well, you know what the top movie of 1991 was? Yeah, we talked was about it Terminator last two. week. <laughs> you know another awesome movie that came out in 1991? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Not Robin Hood. <laughs> okay. The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. So is that the movie we got to see? That's the movie you have got to see is The Rocketeer. Joe Johnson, 1991, The Rocketeer. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. This film's about a young pilot who stumbles onto a prototype jetpack that allows him to become a high flying hero. High flying hero. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've talked about this. I know, I know you're a big fan as the stuff that you can see here on the table. And we got some more things to show later, but, um, so what's your what's your history on this? I mean, aside from the other stuff, but like when did you see it? When did you first thoughts, all that stuff? Man, I probably saw it was in the theater. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I went to the preview. No, I saw it in the theater though. Yeah. Blown away. Blown away. Just came out so good. You know, and I just saw it last night. What a great movie. Yeah. And it's been a while since I've watched it. And, and last night I'm just like, man, what a beautiful film. Beautiful. Is that right? It's a beautiful oh, yeah, film. No, you can say that. It really sure. is. Yeah. It really is. From, from, from the very opening, you know, James Horner's score, you know, just the titles across the screen, you know, Rocketeer. And mm-hmm. then the doors open up, the, the uh, hangar doors, and we see the, they're pushing the GB out. Moving. Yeah. I found it moving. Very moving. Yeah. The score, the, the everything. Yeah. And just throughout the whole thing, I just thought a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is one of those movies that has like a huge fan base. Huge fan base. Huge there's some, fan there's base. some crazy fans out there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, diehard uh, fans. So, um, I guess I want to preface that with, you know, please forgive me, diehard fans that are, you know, going to check this podcast out. But, um, as a kid, again, we, we talked about Terminator 2 uh, last week or uh, two weeks ago. Um, and I told you how excited I was for that. I was also excited about Robin Hood. And for some reason, this movie completely was off my radar. And I don't know why. Um, I remember seeing the previews for it. I remember looking at him, like just the look of him look, looks cool. Yeah, you see that poster, and you're like, "Yeah, that's really and cool." I have just, no idea what it's about, but it looks really cool. Right, and the and the the um the helmet, I think, looks great. Uh, my uncle and my cousin, I remember, were so into this movie, and I think for Halloween, like he even he even made him a mask and a jetpack, and it was really cool, uh, really cool setup. But um, it took me forever to finally coming around to watch this movie. I remember once it came out on tape, I went, we rented it, I watched it and I did like it. I did like it, but I don't know. I think just for me, I was so wrapped up in the world of the Terminator. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and then. So you were still uh, in Terminator mode when this. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, 
I liked it, but it didn't like grab me, you know, as much as I wish it did. I wish I liked it a little bit more. Um, but that being said, now you're a, you're a comic book guy. Yes. Did it feel comic booky, comic book esque at all? Were you familiar no. with the comp? The no, you weren't familiar. I with was the not. Comic? I had not even heard of the Rocketeer yeah. prior to this Disney movie. But I do know, yeah, it was a comic. It was a, a serial, um, right? Like a weekly serial strip or something like that. No, no, this is this is Dave Stevens' original. Um, forgive me if I'm wrong, Rocketeer fans, but I believe. It's an original comic, Dave Stevens, and he did the, you know, his anthology, this, his graphic novel here. Oh, okay. This is his work here, and it's it's his original character, his original story. So tell me, tell me about that. Tell me about the history, because that that I don't know. See, I'm surprised you're a comic book guy and didn't know. About I am. Dave a, I'm Stevens. a. I'm a. Okay, let's. You, you're let's, like more of a superhero comic. Yes, book I'm guy. a Superman, okay. X Men. Okay. That kind of guy. I've always kind of wanted to be like a comic book guy, but yeah. I just never got into them. So maybe when it's like, oh, it's comic book, and you just like you know all about all comic books, but you're more of a no, specific a thing. Specific, yeah. Okay, yeah. But Dave Stevens, yeah. I mean, this 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 movie was launched or based off his comic. And when did this? When did he come out with this comic? Like, is this an original in the time, or is this a remake of? No, no, it's a total remake. When did, oh, okay, this is probably okay, what eighties okay. or something. So Rocketeer well, fans are screaming right now. They're just like, it came out in nineteen eighty. But no, I don't know exactly when he did this. Because you're not a comic book guy. You I'm just, not a comic yeah, book there guy. You go. And then when when this job came in in the shop, mm-hmm. a lot of the guys in the shop were very familiar with Dave Stevens' work. Okay. They're like, whoa, they're going to do a movie. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine um, being excited about this because this is. The, I mean, the look, it's very hero-esque, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about the movie. Okay. Yeah. So Joe Johnson. I love Joe Johnson's films. Yeah. I just do. He's like one of my favorite directors. Yeah. I like his style. I like all his films have heart to them. Yeah. And I think that's what I like. Yeah, what's, what's really cool is that um, cause Joe Johnson, he went off to do a, another superhero movie with Captain America. Captain America. And that's, that's the, that's my favorite. Yeah. It's a really good one. Favorite. Yeah. Uh, but you, you would see like, Oh, a lot of, you know, what he did with the Rocketeer into that movie. Yeah. And I guess that's one, what I loved about this movie is going back to just how he filmed it. And the care that he took, because you could tell one that he loved the Rocketeer. Like he, he just loved the source material. Yeah. But he also was really careful with just the idea of like classic old time 1930s Hollywood. Right. And like there were scenes in the movie where he filmed it like they would have filmed those movies back then. Like with, um, uh, I want to say Lurch, but Lothal. Lothar? Lothar? Lothar. Lothar. Um, you know, when he's doing the, the match. Yeah. And he, you know, you just see his face and, and the shadows of him. And that, that's all like classic film making back then. So yeah. uh, it, it, they took a lot of cool care with that. And that's, that's one of the things I liked about this movie. Yeah. You had the, uh, the sort of the golden age of Hollywood. Yeah. You, you see it in the very beginning of the movie, like that cool, chase scene with the the feds and and the the mobsters and 
you know, they're doing the like the old timey coppers and bad guys shootout where no one cared where the bullets went. They just yeah, they're <laughs> they just, just firing, fired, at, right? firing at each other. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of like the catalyst of the whole movie because you know if that if they did not intervene and the bullets didn't go into the air because that's it shot the plane, right? Yeah, we wouldn't wouldn't have a story. That's right. Yeah, right. Um, so I I like that because that that's that's the character. That's how we get introduced to Cliff. He's a stunt pilot, right? Well, just a pilot. Just a pilot. Just a pilot. But. An adventurous pilot. Adventurous pilot. Brave, adventurous, yeah. Yeah. And him and PV are getting ready to uh, enter their plane that they worked all year on for the Nationals. Yeah. Yeah. And they're about to... And some punk gangster comes along and put some bullets in <laughs> put it. Put some bullets in and it. shoots it down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I liked about this movie was just the idea that they used real people. They got Howard Hughes in the movie. That's kind of cool. Well, yeah, because it's that's what makes it fun. Is that it's it's historical. It's yeah, like, it is old time Hollywood. There's mm-hmm. real movie actors in it. Yeah, you know Clark Gable, Clark Gable, yeah. W. C. Fields, W. C. Fields, and other ones. There was yeah, there was a. Um, I was reading an article about this that there was one actress and I forgot the name that that was in the movie, like they portrayed her that was still alive when this movie came out and got to see it. Oh, really? I can't remember who it was. Oh, okay. But. Jenny was holding grapes behind Myrna Loy. Yeah, that might have been her. No, no, I'm just saying they just referenced her name, which was a real actress at the oh, time. She's great. I can't remember who it yeah, was. She's but. in a lot of movies, a lot of my faves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's all time Hollywood, real actors, real people. And of course, the fake Neville Sinclair, mm-hmm. which is perfect. And he's kind of like a yeah. Earl Flynn, Douglas yeah. Fairbanks type of guy. Yeah. A lot of great characters. Yeah. Yeah. Peavy, Peavy, love Peavy. I like Peavy because I like I like Alan Arkin. I think he's great. I mean, he's kind of always plays the same type of character, but yeah, I know there was some grumbling about you know the guys that like the comic book Peavy is a little gruffer. Oh, really? A little tougher kind of. Yeah, but I I like the movie Peavy. Yeah, I liked his character, soft spoken, smart, mm-hmm. person of wisdom. Yeah, I like Peavy. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah, he completely he smarter than Howard Hughes. Yeah. Made his pack work. Yeah. Yeah. Bigelow. Like Bigelow? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that guy, that guy's a great actor. He's a good character actor. Yeah. Again, that's another guy that kind of plays the same type of dude all the time, but uh he's the businessman. Um, yeah. And you want to hate him, but you but you kind of like him at the same time. <laughs> and I love how he's just like, okay, point or put put the uh the gas tank far away. Yeah. Cuz he didn't want to lose yeah. all that gas again. Mhm. That was a good scene. It's all part of the show. It's all part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So many good moments. You know, watching this again, I, there are a lot of great transitions in the movie. And I don't know if that's an editing thing or a directorial thing, but but the moment that just like, wow, this is a really good movie is when, you know, they're at Peavy's house and the, the feds are there and they're shooting it up. And the oh, bull, yeah. bullets are ripping through the house. Yeah. It was a great fight. And then they grab the pack and they take off. And as as they're exiting the house and running, the music from the South Seas Club kicks in. Yeah. You know, begin to begin. And that moment was just like, this is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was just uh, such a really neat transition. So that was another one of those old Hollywood transitions. Like they did that back then. Okay. And, um, 
Another big one was same thing when the rocket is flying over the hills and then it transitions into the bed sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. There's a, a lot of them, man. I need to go because I kind of want to go back and watch it again and just look at each transition because they were just so artistically done. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just like it wasn't just like cutting from one scene to the next. Yeah, and you know, every it wasn't one where it it was towards the end. And then Millie's like, she's in the orchard and she reaches up and grabs the orange. The orange. It was such a, just a beautiful transition. Yeah. I want to go back and look at that too. But, um, but just the way the whole movie's crafted and put mm-hmm. together, it's just, it's just really, really, really cool. The, um, uh, going back to that one scene you just talked about, what the shootout and the guns. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was, I mean, his poor house, like those feds just open up. Yeah. <laughs> right. They just, again, like that, that, that was back in the day where they, they didn't care where bullets went at all. Yeah. They're just, yeah. And to me, I'm like, how did they not shoot that giant man? He got away unscathed, you know, that the whole, the. the yeah. And he, and he just, and he just jumps in the middle of these, yeah. you know, this, this rain of bullets and just yeah. starts blasting so, back and it, it knocks his hat off. Remember that? Yeah. Goes, yeah. Knocks his hat off. yeah. So let's talk about him because I, I liked and disliked him at times. Lothar? Yes. Okay. Um, one, I thought like, you know, he was the only one that was wearing makeup or heavy prosthesis, but it yeah, worked. Yeah, he's like, because, a Dick, like a Dick Tracy character. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly who yeah. I thought he was. Yeah, like a Dick Tracy character, but it worked, right? Yeah, and and we first were first introduced to him, and you see him like from the back in his apartment. Yeah, and he's listening to opera, eating finger sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, finger sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, and I mean, I don't ask me who, but I feel like there's been so many, um, like villains based off of him. Like, well, just that 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 scene that you just said about him. He's this murderer. He's this big brute, but yet. Also, at the same time, eating sandwiches. He has this quiet sophistication yes. about him. He's very cultured. Like, yeah. Yes, very cultured. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, catch me on a different day. We'd probably be, be friends, yeah. But, yeah. but now I need to kill you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, big dude, doesn't run very fun. And the only times where I'm like, um, or doesn't run very well, uh, that was like, like, how did he get out of that house? And how does he get away? Because he doesn't run fast. How do people not catch him? But I think if they did, he's sneaky. Yeah, I mean he'll well, like, destroy you. Yeah, like when he was in the hospital, he just you know he stepped out of the window onto the ledge, right? So maybe he yeah. just he just like maybe stood next to a, a tall tree and just pretended to be a tree. Probably <laughs> just, he just ran, ran right past him. <laughs> yeah, those feds are just like, where'd he go? I don't know. Okay, but if if you had, but I'm gonna get past this if, tree first. If you could have made the decision, like I don't know about the character, if they completely left his character out, would it have been okay? Would it work without him? The movie. No, because you need that guy. Yeah, but did it have to be that kind of guy? I guess it kind of right. He's yeah. It's like Neville calls his like expert assassin. Yeah, he's like the, the expert assassin. The because he has Neville has the mob right, or he has the mob working for him. But like he needs that guy to do some other work. Why did he just get him to do it in the first place? He could have just maybe got he's more expensive. Maybe he's like a loose cannon too. You know what? He's probably really expensive. Yeah, and probably a loose cannon. Like, yeah, he has taste. So yeah. he probably, you know, finger sandwiches, the opera. He's probably really expensive. Yeah. You get Eddie and his guys are a little cheaper. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I liked them and I liked the the fight at the end. And I think you kind of needed that. Um, I don't know. I feel like like with Indiana Jones, how he had to fight the, the Nazi, bald Nazi. You yeah. need that force that looks, you know, throughout the whole movie that's more that you think, oh, Indiana Jones doesn't have a shot. Rocketeer doesn't have a shot yeah. against that guy. PV throws so you, a hammer on him and it just bounces off. It just nose. bounces. Yeah. yeah. You need the force to show that yeah. there's something bigger than him. Because like the, the fight between him and Neville, it's like they're they're equals. Yeah. You know, there wasn't you knew Rocketeer, you know, oh, I could beat that guy up, but Yeah. But Lothar. No. 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 But uh yeah, I I, I liked them, but at, at, again there were just times where the makeup just looked too bad but like when they were really doing the, the cool scenes like with the shadows and yeah you know the fire that's where it looked really cool the only time when it kind of blew it for me was when he he's talking about rocket and it kind of lays yeah did he, did he do the voice for that or was that like a dub thing oh i'm sure they added added it but he had to try to make the mouth look like it's saying it and it was just kind yeah because like, yeah, it kind of puppet the, mouth. The, the, the makeup was too yeah. thick yeah but that's okay all right yeah <laughs> yeah and I like I like the uh, airfield guys, the the crew. Oh yeah, the those crew. guys were great. Mm-hmm. They just felt very real, very, you know, family like. You mm-hmm. know, amongst their little little troop. Yeah, and Malcolm, the old the old air pilot, Malcolm was just always kind of screwing things up, and yeah, he's just older, and yeah, yeah, that was like their little sense of family. Yeah, you know, like they yeah. even had that diner, and they'd go yeah. in there, and they'd, everyone would be there, and then. The minute those the mob goes in, like though the they didn't have to like bat an eye. They were like, "Oh yeah, I think he." What they said he he moved to Idaho or some some state. Like I think he yeah, left. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like it's almost like walking in on like somebody's family dinner. Yeah, in their house. But they didn't like they didn't like skip a beat onto like no like we're not giving up you any information yeah. on Cliff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, they're all on the same page right away. All on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a little piece of Did You Know, Jim. Hit me with it. Um, you know? Because again, this is one of your you know favorite movies. But, yeah. Uh, so I'm watching it uh, a couple nights ago. And the scene, the first scene where you're in Neville's house and I'm watching, I'm like, man, that, that looks so familiar. Like the whole, like the look of the house. Right. And I'm like, oh, that looks so familiar. Like we're, where have I seen that from? I look it up and I guess it, it's like a real house or it was a real it house. It is a real house. N- yeah. Not, not, not necessarily the set, but uh, it's based off a real house. Right. And, um, and like a real design from back then. The Ennis house. The Ennis house. Yes. Frank Lloyd Wright. Yeah. Yeah. In Los oh, Feliz. So you know all that. In Los Feliz. Okay, yeah. But that's not the did you know i know but i probably know you did you know so go ahead oh you did hit me do you know what other movies though that set has been in uh it was in a vincent price movie i think house on haunted hill and i think it was also featured in blade runner the original blade yes too. and i know uh, also the war i remembered it yeah, and what do it you remember? finally oh, like okay. i saw i'm like that's where it's from predator 2 it was a predator 2 predator 2 no i would have known that if i'd seen predator 2 but I have seen yeah, part two, two. not part not two. part one. Predator right. two. Okay. Um, the funny thing. So I'm watching it, and yeah. um, um, I tell my wife because my wife loves this movie. By the way, this is yeah. like one of her favorite movies. So really? she was super jazzed. That hmm. I had to watch it. This is probably the only movie I know that that your wife 
likes. Yeah. I've never mentioned like movies. Well, you've likes. never asked. So there we are. Well, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of movies? What kind of, what's Jenny's favorite movie, Michael? Yeah, I sound like a creep. <laughs> Anyways. But, but I think, I think, she, it's, I think it's neat that she likes yeah, this movie. I yeah. She, really cool. she was super excited. We watched it and, uh, and she was, she, I mean, we're the same age, so she was not allowed to watch Terminator 2. So she saw this. Oh, okay. So she should go. Oh, so like, at the time, she's like, I can't watch she, that one. So she loved this movie. That Robin Hood might be. The funny thing is, but is that, that like, looks um, nice. yeah, you know, I was telling her about like, oh yeah, that was using Predator 2. And she's like, oh, I've seen those movies. I'm like, you have not seen Predator 2. Yeah. And she goes, I think I have. I'm like, no, you remember because this scene where I'm talking about, and for those of you who have, have seen Predator 2, you know that it's, it's one of the most uh, bloody scenes in the movie. Oh and, really? Uh, yeah, you'd remember it. So, um, anyway, so they yeah. messed up the house, like blood splattered it all over the place. Yeah, in the movie, they they made it to uh, where it was like a, a high rise building, so they kind of added windows where you're looking outside. Hmm. But but the architecture and the, the texture on the wall are all the same. Yeah, the blood on those yeah. tiles would be really hard to clean. It's yeah, all intricate, you know. Yeah, yeah, It'd be a mess. That'd be a mess. Yeah, yeah and his house. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about Neville Sinclair. Neville Sinclair. Where do you consider him as far as like villains, great villains? Is he high, low, and the medium? I think he's high. I love his line. I'm going to jump right to the end of the movie. I was going to say said, something. Your whole, yeah, your whole, everything you said was a lie. Yeah. Everything was just lie, right? Who wasn't lying? It was, it was acting. Yeah. 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 And that's him. That's him right there in one <clears throat> in one quote. Yeah, that is a great, great line. Yeah, um, he likes playing the movie star. He mm-hmm. likes, you know, he likes being that 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 character in the, and he's and he's trying to woo Jenny. Oh by, yes, by, by just saying movie movie lines. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, he goes, oh, you said that in this movie with that movie. He goes, yeah. yes, but uh, yes, but uh, and he tries to hit her with another one. And yeah. like, nope, that was yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, he he was a he's a great villain, and um, let's kind of go into, I guess, the end of the movie. Because as you're watching this movie, he's just some actor, and you can tell like he's, you know, a well-known actor, but maybe starting to like fade out a little bit, you know, in relevancy. You think? I think that's. I thought that, he was at the height of his career. I don't. Uh, or he said no. Who are they going to believe? Who are they going to believe? Eddie, you or the number three box office? Yeah, it was something. So he was number three, not number one. Something like that. Anyways, yeah. but uh, anyways, he was in. You know, he's with the Nazis. Yeah, and so you you kind of don't realize that until towards the end. Um, he has a secret room where he's communicating with them, right? Now I don't remember this a lot part of history. But I do know that at some point, you know, like the Nazis were just a thing and they weren't like, we weren't, because when this movie was made, not sorry, not when it was made, but when it took place, we weren't at war with them yet. I don't think they had even invaded Poland yet. I just think that they were some weird. Causing trouble. Causing trouble. Making noise. Yeah. Just yeah, make, making noise. Making noise. Yeah. Yeah, because they were doing that Zeppelin that was touring America, right? Right, yeah. So you can have this big old giant Nazi Zeppelin 
Which, yeah. So, yeah. So, I guess my question is, like, why was he hiding the fact that he was... He wasn't, it wasn't just a money thing, right? Because he knew that they were going to pay, pay dearly I for I don't... See, that was the thing. I, at first, I thought it or was, was a he, money he, thing. Was it more about him joining their... their... Or he didn't need the money. No. Because this is another thing that I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Is that the minute he gets on the Zeppelin ship, his accent changes and he's speaking German. Or he's not speaking German, but he's... His accent has a German accent now. So it's like his American British accent he's, is he's gone. Just, he's just acting. So he just is like, well, I'm I'm with the Nazis now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe sound his, like a German. Maybe his normal <laughs> his normal speaking voice is just some average Joe, you know, yeah. Joe Farmer, and he just maybe his British accent is an act, and his German accent is yeah. an act, and his whole maybe. So yeah, I, I just wonder, like, what was his motivation? Because I don't think it was money. He had money. I I think I'm starting to think that maybe he was just like a infiltrator. Maybe he just likes power. He likes the power. He likes the power of Hollywood and the power yeah. of, of of the Nazis. And, and uh, probably thought thought like, oh, these guys are going to take over the world. And I'm going to be part. I'm going to be part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Spy on Howard Hughes because Howard Hughes was all about Hollywood. Yeah. Became friends with him. Yeah. Heard about this pack. Yeah. Steal it. Yeah. He's a great character. Yeah. And I liked that, you know, when, when, when they're acting, when they're doing their, uh, swash, swashbuckling sword fight movie scene. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's really getting into it. You know, he's like, he's just really playing the character. And and then when his, his, uh, co-star gets stabbed, <laughs> yeah. he kind of felt genuinely he like did. concerned. Yeah. Or was he just acting? Like he didn't care. He was like, he seemed genuinely concerned. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'll send you my personal physician right away. Right away. Don't, yes, just rest. Yes, just rest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Crazy. Or was he just acting? I no, I kind of think, I don't know. He's a multidimensional character. Yeah. Yeah. But a great character. But though. a great character nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think Timothy Dalton, they picked a great guy to play him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I can't remember if he... If this is pre or after James Bond. Can't remember. It might be I after. I feel like James Bond, he, he did yeah. James Bond in the 80s. Yeah. I could be wrong, but yeah. But yeah, I, I did think it was funny that his voice changed the minute he got on that Zeppelin. He went full Nazi. It was like, the jig is up. Yeah. Full Nazi now. Yeah. And, uh, and like so many villains, right? With that MacGuffin, Let's, let's not talk about the MacGuffin. Well, that was his demise. Yes. It, yeah. The thing that he wanted yeah. is what brought him. He went out like a, yeah. you know, yeah. that was a horrific death. Yeah. He just burned up. And he took out the Hollywood land sign. Which is, I've always wondered how, how that happened. Now we know. Now I know. Now we yeah. know that the Hollywood, original Hollywood Man. land sign, they changed it to Hollywood because Neville Sinclair crashed, he crashed into, into it with it. the rocket pack. Yep. That's history. It's mystery. It's, 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 mystery solved. We all know. We all know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Jenny. Jenny. She's great. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? <laughs> well, I really I really liked what they did with her in the movie. I, the, the, mm -hmm. the Jenny character in in the comic book is based off of Betty Page, and she was a pinup mm -hmm. girl, you know. Yeah. A little more provocative. Mm -hmm. um, much more provocative. And then Jenny, I like what they did with her in, in the film is she's, she's a little more, you know, more modest, you know, simple, really sweet. 
Yeah. And uh, I just early liked her character. Yeah. I guess I liked her character too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I did. I, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, but uh, later, um, but he, she, you know, she was just really quick to leave Cliff. Like before she found out that Neville was a Nazi and a bad guy. Did you think she was like really? She black? was like, oh, like you're gonna, because remember she was just like, I wish we can go to different places. We're always coming to this diner, hanging out with the, you know, people. Like I want to, you know, we're in L.A. Let's go to the South Seas Club. Let's go to the South Seas Club. Nightclub can't afford the South Seas Club. No, you couldn't even. But yeah, so that's why, him. like, you know, I'm sad for him. Because... Well, she does have that thing. She wants to be an actress. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a Hollywood. You know, she likes the the studios and the spotlight. And... Yeah. And she's, you know, has her moment with, with you know, on the set. <laughs> That's when Cliff comes and knocks the whole thing down. Right. Yeah. If I was Jenny, I would just not even admit to knowing the guy. Yeah. I would have been like, I don't know. Who's I don't that know who that guy, guy is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But she grabs him. I guess that's, yeah. that's a, a, a compliment to her sweetness because she went and got him but yeah but still i just I mean to me i was just like wow she she moved on pretty quick the minute someone's just like i'll take you to the south seas club well she's not gonna turn it down <laughs> you're right. i don't know i never got the impression that she really took the this neville guy seriously yeah. i mean i didn't see it as that yeah you know she kind of i think she had his number the whole time uh, i don't yeah. know maybe maybe she liked it yeah but i think she was smart enough to know that she's gonna have you know enjoy this this experience but not you know yeah i think I, yeah you're like yeah i know you're not buying it <laughs> <laughs> all right but great character i like i like the two i like the two of them i like the, the cliff and jenny thing i mm-hmm. think i think it's cool My, I laugh every time in the in the uh, the South Seas Club where Cliff dresses up, dresses up as the waiter, mm-hmm. spills the soup, and then he's just standing there and he's like, you know, he's just standing there and he's he touching the flowers, he's messing with the flowers. Yeah, yeah. It's just so funny. Yeah, and she knows the whole time, like, yeah, and she didn't care. I, I guess and Neville's giving him a look and he's like, "Have you worked here long?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I served I, you last week." Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. on you last time, Mistress Sinclair. Yeah, that's so good. Characters are great. The time period's great. Time period's great. Awesome. Story's great. And again, it's another one of those movies where I I I just love when movies film where I live. And you got the whole ending scene at the observatory. Yeah. You know, which I'm yeah. getting ready to go there pretty soon because my son wants to go there for his birthday. Yeah. And I'll reenact that Rocketeer scene. So are you gonna go up on the roof with a Mauser? Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be like, this is where the whole Nazis were hiding in the bushes. Yeah, the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> this is where they were. The Zeppelin <laughs> flew over, and the yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What do you, what'd you think moment. of Howard Hughes? Oh, you mean Locke from Lost? Yeah, Terry O'Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Now you haven't seen Tucker, right? You haven't seen. I have not seen Tucker. Okay, because because Tuck- I get that movie confused with the Hucksucker Proxy, and I don't know how you can because they're they're completely different movies. I don't know why I do. But there's there's a Howard Hughes is in Tucker as well. Okay, which is really cool. All right, but it's complete. It's played completely different than the Howard Hughes in Rocketeer. Mm. 
I think probably a little more real to life, a little more quirky and odd. I, I like the, what was the character, Lost character? Locke? Locke, yeah. yeah. I like his version of Howard Hughes better. He, he's, he's okay. like, he's, I think he's a little kinder, a little more, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like him. I like him better. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to watch that, that Tucker movie. I like Tucker. I really like Tucker. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a movie you got to see. Okay. Well, I will see it. You need to see it, and then we'll be like, do you think it's a movie you got to see? Yeah. And you'll be like, nah, we kind of, eh. yeah. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, I liked Howard Hughes in the movie. Like I said, I, I like the idea that they used real people, and I thought it was kind of funny. The, you know, he glides away on the, the spruce goose. Spruce goose, or yeah. The, the Hercules. Hercules, yeah. Um, and just like, it will fly. It will fly. What do you know? It will fly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, funny thing, because that's what kind of ruins him. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was almost as if Cliff, you know, yeah. gave him hope in the, yeah. the thing that destroyed the man yeah. financially and yeah. with his reputation. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what a hero the Rocketeer. What do you think is. about in the end, in the end, when, like the very end, when Howard Hughes pulls up on the GB, the new one? Oh, yeah. Well, I got the coolest thing ever. Yeah. He just, he just, uh, there's keys. He just taxis in down the mm-hmm. little dirt road next to the, the, the Bulldog Cafe. And, yeah. 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 Followed like. by his limousine. And yeah. That's so cool. It's just like, all right, let me just take off that sticker and yes. it's your name, Cliff. Cliff Secret, right on there. Peels yep. it up. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah. Um, and that was, you know, one thing my wife was just like, I don't understand why he just doesn't hire PV and Cliff, you know, and work for them. Like he could have been like Howard Hughes' new test pilot. But I don't know, maybe they did. So it could all be. Right, let's let's kind of let, let me ask you this. Ask because me. it was very evident that at the end of the movie, like the the rocket, the, the jetpack's destroyed, mm-hmm. it's gone, you know. And that was another thing too. I started thinking like, wow, what would it have been like to have like an, an army of jetpack men? That would have been crazy, right? You mean like the Nazi, like the Nazi yeah. cartoon? Like, uh, yeah, thing? if that really yeah. became a thing, like how crazy of a war would that have been? Um, anyways. Yeah, it's like, crazy. A, it's like an invasion of like, yeah, locust coming in. Right. Yeah. It would have been too much. But um, anyway, so yeah, it gets destroyed. But PV has the plans. He does have the plans. And it's almost as like he's looking it over. It's like, I can make this better. Yeah. So it was very much open to, this was going to be a thing. And this is going to be a, a a movie going forward. um, Or like a series, sorry. Pre, uh, sequel and all that kind of stuff. So what do you think happened? Because that was it. We never got another Rocketeer. Um. I vaguely remember that Bill Campbell was signed on for three three movies with mm-hmm. Disney, but once this film came out and it was a it was a flop, mm-hmm. not because it was a bad film, but I think it was just a timing. However, they promoted it that they basically canceled the sequels and they just never did it. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think this movie just is, just doesn't really resonate with like a wide audience or something or? So here's, because it's got a huge fan base. It's got a huge it, but, fan base. But is it? But is it still kind of more like a and, like a cult following? You know, we we've read, um, and we've talked about how like 
the bad thing about this movie was it did come out with these two big blockbusters of Robin Hood and Terminator 2 and it just kind of got lost in it wasn't marketed like very it just, well yeah which is sad but I do think like because my one complaint about this again Rocketeer fans please don't don't attack me <laughs> but uh, my one complaint movie about this movie is that we we hardly see him as the Rocketeer, and I think this is a good like this movie. I feel like or this whole story would have benefited from more movies because I think what I wanted out of the movie, I probably would have gotten out of the sequel. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, because, I wanted yeah. more as a kid, uh, more him flying around and fighting and, and you know, because he never shoots the gun. He gets that cool gun and has that heroic pose. Yeah. He never shoots it. Right. You know, he loses it. Um, I well, guess he, I wanted him to do more of that. And, you know, I think, yeah, I think for me it would have benefited from he rebuilds that pack. He becomes... You know, he could become a hero of L.A. Yeah, and I guess that's it, because it's really not about, like, the Rocketeer as a as a character, like a like a super, you know, yeah. uh, superhero. Like, like he owns a pack. The pack is his. Mm-hmm. He's doing, he's on his mission. He's got the helmet, and he's flying around doing, yeah. doing jobs, you know. It's just he had the pack. Yeah. He kind of made, he kind of became the character name given to him by the news reporters. And and uh, I thought that was Bigelow, didn't Big, Bigelow? Bigelow, yeah, yeah, Bigelow, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about Missile Man? No, that's yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that was probably a trivia question. Um, but yeah, he's he was never really the Rocketeer as a character running, you know. Yeah. Um, he just had the pack for a while, just enough to get get his girl back, and then was gonna give it back to to um, Howard Hughes until Neville blew up. <laughs> yeah. yeah i promise sir i'll give it back to you when i'm done yeah oops sorry i blew yeah. up yeah. <laughs> which i don't howard hughes yeah. didn't care he just wanted it out of the hands of the nazis yeah um yeah so that that's my only complaint and i think as a 10 year old when i watched this movie because it, it really much is a love story yeah it was probably was it and it, it wasn't did it feel it mushy enough. gushy? Did it feel like like a mushy gushy? Love it story might have back then, maybe. Yeah. You know, but now watching it like last night, I kind of appreciated that love story aspect a little bit more. Yeah, maybe that's why my my wife loved it so much as a kid. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just wish I would have loved to seen a Rocketeer too. Yeah, you know. With the same characters, same director, same everything. You probably would, like at this point he's he's going after Nazis. Yeah, right. or just like I don't know, even being like a local hero it doesn't even have to be a big scale. Uh, like he's yeah. across, you know, yeah. in the war. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, because if you ever hear about, oh man, I, I feel like now they they totally missed an opportunity. But did you ever hear about the, the? There's a thing called the Battle of Los Angeles, and it was a night in San Pedro. Yeah, where all the residents woke up and like all the guns that they had this during world war ii just started firing and everyone kind of the the idea was that like there was nothing there was testing but there's been this whole like uh cover-up that it was actually like a german sub or a japanese sub and that there were there were planes that got really close huh Uh, that you could have done a sequel right there like he had been involved in the the battle of san of la 
And that could have been the little story device right there. Okay, so there you go. So I Cliff, just wrote it. Cliff probably still has the helmet, right? Yeah, it's his helmet. It's his helmet. It's not, that's not Hughes' he helmet. He didn't have to get that back. It was his. Yeah, that's his. What did I still can't figure out what the heck he made the helmet out of? Yeah, was yeah, it a could radio, either. radio toaster. Yeah. yeah, if you know in the comments, let us. Somebody know. knows. Somebody, out, somebody out, out there knows what that was. But he, he did it in a night. One night. Yeah. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah. That PV man. Yeah. So PV makes a new rocket pack, mm-hmm. better one. He's got the helmet, got the Japanese sub off the off the coast. Yep. Goes into action. Goes into action. Yeah. Man. Write it, man. Pretty good. Great movie. I had a lot of fun watching it again. And kind of I think I, I think I might even bump it up in my list of movies favorites because it's bump it back up. Yeah. Back up. It's been a long time. Really good. All right. Well. Jim, yeah, I think it's time for your movie magic. Movie magic, whoa, mama! I got some movie magic on this one. All right, all right. So for those of you that don't know, I was part of the Helmet and Rocket crew way back when in 1990, uh, where we built the uh, helmets and rocket packs. Um, what a good time. Mm-hmm. What a lot of fun. And there was a lot, a lot of guys that worked on it. We had a quite a team of people, you know, working on it. Um, and I'm not going to go into all the details of it because it's a long, <laughs> it's a long story and lots of information, but uh, I can just share this with you. Okay. Check it out. Well, first off, first off, the Rocketeer helmet right over there. Uh-huh. Let's talk about that first. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to move that. You want to move that there. So that was not, it's not a screen used helmet, but it was made along with the other helmets for the film. Okay. So, so while we were working on the ones for the film. Now you're talking about other helmets that you're talking about, like because there were multiple hero helmets. You're talking about like the helmet that you could just run around in. Yeah. There were, there were multiple helmets for the film and even different shades of, of tint on the lenses, mm-hmm. the helmet with a bullet hit in it. So there's lots of helmets, mm-hmm. um, skydiving helmets. Um, so that one was made along with the production one. So it's the exact same thing. So I have that. And then this, this here, you have the jetpack. the jetpack. Now My this, gosh. so this is the original parts made for the, for the, for the film. Original parts for the film. It's the original parts, the original, like you would call it sculpture, original pattern. These are the original pieces that were made. Molds were taken from this, this pack and used to create the ones for the film. Wow. So, and I was going to like put this kind of all together because I do have other parts. I have the rocket engines. Here's a piece of an engine. Oh, wow. Now these are, these are, re- the- these are redone pieces. These aren't, the, these ones here aren't the original pieces. These are, okay. these are redone. And the radiator is actually a resin cast piece. That's not the original pattern piece, but the bulk of this is is original to the film. Uh, wow, that's so cool. There you go. So that's really cool. And I'm not too sure how I ended up with it. I mean, it was it was in the shop mm-hmm. in our archive just for years and years and years. And at some point, it's like you know, it, it's okay. I'm just, just going to take it home because nobody seems to care about it at the time. Nobody cared, and so I just saved it. <laughs> All right, real quick. And uh, I'm glad I did because a lot of other stuff just disappeared and who knows where it went. <laughs> okay, real quick. If you are listening to the, us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I highly recommend you checking out this episode on YouTube. 
Uh, so then you can actually see uh, what Jim is showing us here because it truly is pretty cool to see. So going back to this, you said that you worked on the packs and you made different designs for the packs. Like, like, did you make all the different ones? Like, hey, what do you think of this one? Or what do you think of this pack? And then Joe Johnson had to pick one. Yeah, so um, we'll show it. We'll show it and we'll do some insert cuts. But okay. there were several versions of the rocket pack. So the very first rocket pack looked uh, much like the comic book rocket pack, where it was like a single engine nacelle tube, mm. you know, with fins on it. Um, that one, that prototype was made. We put it on the, a person's back. It looked really dumb because it kind of just it didn't really fit snugly to a person's back. It looks okay on an illustrated comic, but in real life, it looked really silly. Yeah. Um, so then we did another version, which was the barrel of the pack was more triangular shape. So it had a little kind of a flat to the back. And even that one looked silly on the, the person's back. So uh, the designer um, did another version where it was a twin nacelle, so a two engine pack. That looked really good, but it wasn't quite the final version. And then the final version is the one that we that I showed you here. Um, so we, yeah, it went through very various mm. uh, stages of development before. Um, did you, okay. Now when you had all these different packs, did you have a favorite and were you hoping that your, that favorite would get picked? Oh, it's definitely the, the, the final version. Yeah. 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 I love that. I, I, that was one thing I, I, I held back from saying earlier because I wanted to talk about it now was the design of the pack is amazing. Yeah, it is like amazing. it just really looks so sleek and so cool. And again, that was one of the things where in this movie I had so much going for it that I liked. Um, and that pack, yeah, yeah, really, really cool looking. Yeah, the the dual, yeah, dual engines. Yeah, super cool, super fun. Yeah, and realistic. Like, it, I mean, it, it, it looks like it, it could it really. Looks like Howard Hughes really could have made something like that. Yeah. You know, I always thought it was kind of weird though, how he would sort of fly, you know, horizontally on it. He really would just be kind of like, you know, his legs. <laughs> like when he's in out. the club. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was kind of weird. Yeah. So, but, oh uh, yeah, but it's, yeah. The design of the helmet and the, and the pack. Yeah. Super cool. Super fun. And, uh, a lot of great work. A lot of guys working on it. You know, whole team. It, it, we, we, and I'm talking about the guys at design centers at the time, our little model prop shop, um, you know, we did those pieces and then, and then our, our molds were handed off to the, the uh, special effects guys and they did all sorts of versions, you know, rubber ones and ones mm. that would shoot fire and, um, you know, ones for skydiving. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was a whole operation from helmets to various packs and leather harnesses and, and you know, and all that, you know, everything that goes in, into making it, making it, you yeah. know, that's something that, you know, probably a lot of people don't know when they do movies so think about like your the greatest uh costumes helmets lightsabers that there's many different versions right yeah. there's the what we call the hero prop which is the camera like what we show you see every little detail mm -hmm. but there's ones where it's like less detail but like i can maneuver in it yeah yeah <laughs> i can run fast in it yeah so yeah um that's cool and but, like yeah. you said like there's one with fire like not all the packs that you know, Billy Campbell war had the fire. In right. It. Yeah. yeah. You know, and there's so much about, you know, information behind the, the packs, the ones for the movies, you know, and you know, one that has a bullet hit and one that has fueling ports and one that has a fan that's been, and one that doesn't. And, uh, yeah. um, I, a good friend of mine, uh, Mike Possert, he worked on the film and one of the, one of the key, you know, prop guys. 
and he's putting together a book, which is mm. really neat. So it was going to start off as being kind of like a fan magazine mm. of uh, the making of the helmet and the rocket pack, um, but it's actually turning into more of a book. Oh, uh, cool. so, and it's it'll be coming out soon, and it's a lot of fun. And we've been you know chatting and reminiscing, and he's been contacting all, you know the guys that, that worked on it and got some great interviews from um you know film production people too so it's oh, going to be a lot cool. of fun yeah. yeah so um yeah look forward to it uh, mike Possert, uh his instagram is circa 1964 oh, right. and you can check out you know you can check out his stuff too he's he's still very active uh doing props and um i know he's done a lot of work for leica studios he's been running the model shop up there for a while um but uh, and actually he made these these parts here and he's been faithfully uh you know, kind of remastering some of the original bits and pieces. Um, so that's really cool. Um, but as far as a costume goes, I mean, as far as like cosplay and stuff and, and the fans out there. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And so I got these, let me show you these here. These are, these are the, the gauntlets, the, the mm. hand controls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And what's cool about these, um, you can see how it has the, you know, it has the, uh, the firing button on it uh-huh. and then it's got the cables and what, what it is is that you put when you put these on your hands and you move your hand left or right, it's supposed to operate these control cables to direct the the nozzles on the rocket pack. Oh, so it's like to go forward, backwards, yeah, to go left and right. And these were made by my buddy Tim. I'm gonna call him my buddy because we kind of became friends. He um he originally bought uh, some of my some of my collectibles of you know fins and stuff, and he's been working on his um own rocket pack. And he's like, he's, he's crazy. I mean, look at these. These are, I mean, these are, you know, dead on to the original. Yeah. And I think he bought, um, uh, a set of, of the gauntlets from the film that were used in the film and used it to make, you know, make replicas. So, you know, he's got the harness going, he's got the gauntlets and he's making his own rocket pack. Um, I mean, authentic. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. So I just, yeah, hats off to Tim in New Hampshire. This guy. Yeah. Amazing. Great, great guy. Nice guy. Cool. A lot of fun to chat with. That's cool. It's cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Michael, what's your deeper theme? All right. Well, I'm, re- th- I'm really curious as to what you got for the yeah. rocket here. So, you know, we're, we're a couple guys that also work at a church. And uh, so we kind of look at this through the Christian perspective. Um, And what I took away from watching it this time was, was the love story, right? I I do think that this movie was about the love stories about Cliff and Jenny and Jenny. And it kind of started in the very beginning where Cliff was, you know, he's, he's a young man and, you know, is we know that young men make bad decisions but he's got like the the world by the tail, right? Like he's got a cool job, he's got a actress girlfriend, and um, brand new planes, brand new planes, yeah, yeah. So he's just like it's really all about him, yeah, you know. And uh, I want to talk about the idea of the discipleship because in the very beginning, PV tells Cliff that if you're not careful, you're going to lose that girl. Mm. Right. Like yeah. that's wisdom right there. Yeah. Cause he's like, I'm watching you. Like you're, you know, you're, you're, you're all about you. You're all about the plant. You're all about just like 
like your interests, right? He even gets mad at Jenny because she doesn't come to watch him, you know, fly a plane. Yeah. And, you know, he gets all upset about that. So from the beginning, PV says, you're going to lose that girl. And like, that's just one instance, but you can tell like, like PV is, even though he, he kind of writes him off, um, it's a big influence in his life. Oh yeah. Like they're not only like, are they friends, but like he, you know, there's, there's a good discipleship relationship there. Like a mentorship. Like a mentorship. And, and so, um, I I just like that because then the the whole movie is about him. You know, he then loses Jenny because she gets wooed by Neville. Yeah. And then he actually really loses her when she gets kidnapped. So, uh, he, yeah. So just the idea, like PV was right. And that was one of the things where PV doesn't rub it in his face. He doesn't be like, I told you. He then becomes part of the solution on helping, you know, Cliff get her back. Um, And I like that. And I think that's what, you know, discipleship is, is that, you know, for anyone who's looking at the next generation or in, you know, I've been a youth pastor for years, uh, I love working with younger generation in a church setting, in a sports setting. Um, but the one key that I feel like we as disciples, disciplers, um, or mentors need to do is always allow room for mistakes. Always allow room for them to be a young man and to grow. Yeah. You can give your wisdom and you can share these things, but you got to allow for that person to one, don't take it personal. if They don't listen to you, but be there for them when they realize like, Oh man, you were right. I blew it. Like, yeah, you did. All right. Let me help you now. You know? And I think that's to me, that's always been the mark of a good in disciple. And I, I think that's where like Paul, how Paul was with Timothy you know, that's why Paul was constantly sending letters back, trying to instruct him, trying to encourage Timothy mm. in, 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 you know, in, in the ministry, um, allow for mistakes mm. and, and, and not to write people off, not to be like, well, you, you messed up. I'm going to move on to someone else now because you didn't listen to me, but no, I'll be there to help you and, and guide you and you're going to grow and you're going to learn from this. So I know the, the dis- people that in my life that discipled me, you know, they never wrote me off. They were always there. And I know I said a lot of dumb things and did a lot of dumb things, but they, you know, they were still there for me. So that's kind of the deeper thing here with the Rocketeer that one, it is a love story between Cliff and Jenny, but it's also a great picture of what true discipleship should look like. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, enough of this friendly stuff. It's time for trivia battle. Trivia battle. We need, like, we need like a, a song. Yeah. Anyways, um, all right. Now look, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. I'm not very feeling very confident in this. I'm feeling uh, with this movie. I'm feeling very overconfident. However, if I do win. What? I might hold it over your head to the day you die. Probably. I, yeah. I intentionally put some salt balls in here so, because I think you're going to lose. Me? Yeah. yeah, I probably am. I probably am. But um, we'll see how it pans out. Also, I put some really hard ones in here for you. Okay. 
So, are you guys ready? We're ready. Um, All right. Since I won Terminator, I'm going to go first. Since you won, I got, you you smoked me on Terminator. I'm going to let you go first. Yeah, it was uh, Terminator. So last week it was seven to three. Yeah. 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 So, you know what? No, I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's do this. All right. All right. Okay, you ready for your first question? I am ready for my first question. All right, so right out the gate, we're going to be talking about the plane. All right. Oh, good. Um, What is the tail number of the plane, of the GB? Don't even ask me to steal. <laughs> no, actually, no, I might know. I might know. I think I do know. I think the I do. tail number of the plane. And I will say there, there's a distinction. There's a racing number, and then there's the tail number. Oh, man. Well, the racing number is number four. Yes. I know that. So do I win with the number four? It's uh, I, I okay. I'm, he said tail. Number. I want to know clearly. He number. said right, hang tail. On, hang on, hang on. I'm trying to picture it in my head. N N seven seven N seven seven V. Is that it? Yeah, you're so close. N seven seven R V. No, it's N V N. No, N seven seven. I'm seeing it in my. You head. you have all the characters. They're just a little mixed up. Oh my gosh. I would never have known this. I was gonna say ninety-three. N N R seven seven V. Yep, that's it. Okay, there you it. go. Give it to him. It it's got to be like good. national racing. No, so I actually looked this what up. Is what is it? Um, the N is the code for all planes in America. Okay. Hmm. Um, the rest is just a serial to identify that plane. So R seven seven V is the serial number. Yeah, that's all like right, its hey. its number for that plane. Okay, number four. All and right. then it's racing number four, which you said. Um, okay. Okay. Next question. You know how squirrely those planes are? They are so squirrely to fly that. Oh, yeah. Apparently, yeah, they're very dangerous. They're like, that, that a professional, professional, crazy air pilot would not fly that thing yeah. to transport it. He says, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. From what I read or heard. Nah, heard the same thing. Yeah. All right. Okay. All but right. Cliff did it. He could do it. <laughs> Next question. This is for you, Michael. Mm. Okay, so there's the FBI guys in the beginning of the movie. They're pursuing the um, other criminal guys. Mm-hmm. How many cars have the FBI agents in the pursuit? How many cars have they trashed in the past month, including the one they're driving? Four. No. I don't know. Steel? Yeah. Three. Three, yep. Because as they're chasing, oh, by one? as they're by chasing, one? he says, "This is gonna, this is the th- Hoover's gonna like." This Hoover's is the gonna... third car this month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That was good. No, I don't know that one. All right. Okay. I have one more plane question. Good. Back to him. <laughs> um, what emblem is on the front engine shroud of the GB? <laughs> there's a really specific. There's a specific, and I never noticed it before. Oh, it's a. Uh, it, it's a. Uh... It's a clover and two dice. Yep, that's it. Yeah. It's a clover and two dice. Is it three to nothing. Is it a four leaf clover? I don't remember. No, it's it, just I, a clover. I, I, I looked. It was just a clover. It wasn't a four leaf clover. Huh. All right, Michael, you ready? Yeah. Oh, you know what? You're getting all the FBI ones. Um, so they catch the guy, right? And right before they load him into the uh, ambulance, they threaten to send him where if he doesn't talk. 
Um, well, I mean, they're gonna send him to blank if he doesn't tell tell them. What yeah, I want to say the slammer, but it's not. I'm not saying that. I'll say it's a. <laughs> Um, I think it's a place. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're. Um. I didn't say Alcatraz. Was it the Alcatraz? It was Alcatraz. Okay. Alcatraz. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah. But we're gonna send you to Alcatraz. We All right. One to three. I'm on the board. At least it's not a blowout. Well, at least I scored. Okay. You're probably gonna get this one. While testing the rocket pack with the statue, it takes off, and is probably halfway to what state? Kansas. Yeah, it's Kansas. Kansas. I actually knew that. Be halfway I, was, to, I was hoping to steal. You'd be uh, halfway to Kansas halfway by now. Halfway to Kansas by now. <laughs> In Chowderhood. Okay, next question. What is the name of the movie? of? Uh, what is the name of the Neville Sinclair movie Jenny and Cliff go to see on their date? Wings of Honor? Yes, okay. it is Wings of Honor. Ooh, nice. Nice. All right. Wings of honor. Two to four, two to four. Nice. Okay, next question. All right. This one's phrased a little weird, but okay. What is the number of take of movie scene that gets interrupted by by Cliff when he tips over the set wall? What take is it? Oh, man, I don't know. Um, The only number that pops into my head is 27, but I know that's not it. 27. It's not 27. Steel? Um, 45. No, you get you were close. <laughs> it was take twenty eight. Oh, oh you one off that. Oh yeah, but I didn't include the one that he knocked over the. The no, that's what I'm saying is what take was it that he knocks oh, when yeah. when he knocks that it over? It's take twenty eight. Oh, okay. Dang, right. that was close. Okay. Um, well, that's funny. The laughing bandit. <laughs> like the scene starts. Man, I hope that wasn't a trivia oh, question. No, it wasn't. No, okay, I just like that Should've scene always. I actually knew that. This the scene always starts with him laughing. I always. Cracks me up. Okay, so when Cliff is posing as the waiter, what item, and he gives Jenny the note, what item in the restaurant does he tell Jenny to meet him by? Uh, the bathroom. No? No. Shoot, I don't know. Steal? Oh, I know. What? I can't steal, I know. Well, but I, now I do know, but go ahead, go ahead. I said it wrong. So if, if he, he if if if, if he, he gets it know, wrong, yeah, you can. I try might again. I might get it wrong because I think I'm guessing. Okay. Yes. The sta- the fountain. That's not what it says on the note specifically. Though. Okay. It doesn't then, say then, no I, then I don't know. Okay. Shoot. Then I might be wrong. Uh, fish tank. That's close. He's, it, it says the big fish. The big. Oh, fish. The, by the big, big fish. fish. I remember fish. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's nah, a bummer. I don't think either of you guys get that one. No. I was looking for big fish. Big that's fish. What, that's what I was All right. Well, it. I mean, he pretty much won. Yeah. It's I mean, well, it's. Four, I mean, two to four. Two to and four. I, my, I really only have one question left. So I could win by more. You could win by more. <laughs> Let's if you do it. Try it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. At what speed does the GB's engine stall out? Stalls out around a hundred. Yep. That's it. <laughs> I just thought it, I was just trying to remember the quote. That was the line, yeah. PV says it, right? It stalls out yeah. about around 100. Yeah. Um. All right, my question for you, because I just thought it was odd. Okay. Okay. There are, um, the Bulldog Cafe. Yeah. There are two foods that are listed on the side of the dog. Yeah. What are the two foods? Well, on the, 
on the right paw. Yeah. Says tamales. Yeah. And on the left paw, it says ice, ice cream. Ice cream. I just thought it was so because that that was that that's such odd? a California thing though. It's a very California thing. So, I thought that like that's really odd tamales. Yeah, like but it's, it's not hot dog or burger. No, that's it's a Cali- like tamale. No, no, yeah, that's 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 probably it. So it was kind of like in a, it, it's a California thing. It was like the orchard, right? It was yeah. like an, an orange grove. So there's probably a lot of migrant workers. So I guess it really well, there really was a bulldog cafe. There really was. Well, there was one in Los Angeles. It was yeah, yeah. It was um, the Dog Diner, I think, is what it was called originally. Yeah. But this one was cool because it was kind of set in a little more rural area and in the groves and the farming. So it was probably had a little nod to the to the uh, worker, yeah. the workers. Yeah. They want a little, you know, a little taste Tamales of Tamales Cafe and yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Anyways, that's pretty good. All right, well, you won. Well, you said you had another question. You said you had two. Oh, I mean, you're going to know this one. And I wish it's you would have asked. Just I wish you would have asked me. It's just fun. I wish you would have asked me. It's, no, it's more just plain crap. I just have more just plain questions. Uh, All the other what, ones. What's, what, what's the name of the jetpack? You have to know this. Oh, yeah. Oh, this, I know that one. Yeah, the Cirrus X3. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was too easy. Yeah. What's the name of the of uh the lady that cliff uh said you haven't had a date in so many years and he says oh this girl what was her name yeah florence <laughs> maxwell oh, oh yeah florence maxwell all right well very no, good no point dating anybody uh, else okay, I, had, I had one one question uh, i mean one that uh, this is off the top of my head what's the name of the statue oh i know the name of the statue what is it do you know? Do you know? You don't no. know. Lucky Lindy. It's Lucky Lindy. Because it was Lucky Lindy's flight school. And That's they go right. And they steal Lucky the Lindy. statue. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations. Thank you. You won. That's um, as expected. Should get some ice cream after this. And some tamales. <laughs> some tamales. It's a pie. Right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, what are your final thoughts and and your your ranking? I I really really like this movie. So it's, would you rate? What, what, what's your on my ranking, yeah. I, it's a it's a nine point five. Nine point five. Wow. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Almost right. almost a ten. Almost a ten. Well, you know, like I said, for me, I liked everything about this movie except for the fact that it left me wanting. Like I wanted more, but still, yeah, I would agree with you. It is a beautifully done film from everything, but it, just because I I do wanted I want more I I put it at a seven seven point nine. Whoa, <laughs> it's still a good movie. No, but it, but the, when you still ex- a good movie. when you explained it, it, it makes sense. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know what? It's it's almost a ten for me. I think it's just my personal ranking. Yeah, and I think a, a, my favorite 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 movies also involve a time period that I connect with. Yeah, so I don't connect with the thirties and forties. Beautiful time period, and I love it, but. It's, you know, it's not, it's not where I live. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the Rocketeer. It was a fun time watching it. This was your suggestion. So thanks for suggesting that. Yeah. It was a a good time. And uh, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. And once again, if you made it this far, please like and subscribe. And uh, comment in the comments. Let us know everything we got wrong. No, don't. Please don't. (laughs) The comments are going to be just... Over the top. All right. There's so much we could talk about in this movie. We're yes. Just, we're, just, we're just having a fun conversation. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at. Yeah. We're, we're just, it's just for fun. So, all right. Well, again, thank you guys. And uh, we'll, we'll see you in the next one. All right.